From Inwood, New York City, welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air, where we meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home in upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and today we're focusing our artist spotlight on writer, producer, actor, and filmmaker, Adam Elliott. Aficionados of the Inwood Film Festival might remember his comic short film, Adam Addison, Licensed Realtor from last year's festival, and his documentary Harv from the 2018 festival, which he wrote and produced as a tribute to his father, Harv Toback. And those who are really dedicated to the festival might remember his very first short in the inaugural Inwood Film Festival in 2015, titled A Roommate Short. True to form, he co-wrote Little Italy Los Angeles, which was selected for the as-yet-to-come 2020 Inwood Film Festival. We're going to talk about that and lots of other things here, but not before I first welcome you, Adam, to Inwood Artworks On Air. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is great. Well, it's wonderful to have you here, and uh, if you're listening or wondering where here is, uh, we are situated overlooking the calm waters of the spite and dival from a lovely table of the indian road cafe uh down here on 218th street indian road uh the last cafe on the only road in manhattan here we are here in the middle of unprecedented times uh it'd be possible to to deny or fail to recognize that we are in fact recording in the middle of the novel coronavirus pandemic um here and around the country many businesses are closed and millions of people have been directed to minimize their contact with one another we are, in fact, doing that today. He's not record this interview. We are being physically distant and yet, and yet social in our own way. Um, so social Adam, yet distant. Indeed. A social distant social, if you will. So, Adam, how are you and yours doing during this extraordinary and strange time? I think just trying to stay creative and productive as best you can from the confines of your house. It's nice to go out once in a while. But they're saying to stay inside, obviously. I mean, everyone's kind of in the same boat, you know. So I try not to complain too much. I try to live in gratitude because I think it's really easy to, to get into a kind of a dark kind of headspace in a, during a time like this. So just to live in gratitude and be grateful for who you have in your life and reach out to your friends, FaceTime, you know. I think it's a much-needed pause. I like that the governor called it a pause i know that there's some it's like it stands for something but i i prefer that to shelter in place i think he's doing a great job yeah it means hashtag cuomo hashtag my next husband i'm I'm kind of getting like all the women are getting a crush on cuomo i'm like i like you know i'm i'm having a little bit of a man crush on cuomo right now so speaking of like just seeing the world through a different you know, way and how people are interpreting and, and language is a, is a big deal. Um, artists see the world through a different lens than perhaps what we professionally call like civilians do. Um, what does the world look like right now from your point of view uh, as a creative person? Well, I, I mean, like I've always, it, it took me a little while to be able to introduce myself as a writer to people because I always kind of lived under this assumption that in order to be a writer, you have to have been paid as a writer. And I've only been paid a couple of times for my writing work. And so what I will say, though, is what, what, what kind of cracked it for me is I think that the difference between writers and everyone else is I think writers see something. And if they see something that impacts them in a way that they just can't get out of their head, they have to make it part of something like you know you see something on the subway and it just like jiggles something in your mind and then you just oh I got to write this down I got to make this part of something and I think other people can just see that thing and then just never do anything with it 
So I think that's the difference. So, you know, right now it's like, it's hard for me because a lot of, especially if you're a writer, you know, you obtain a lot of your inspiration from obviously what you're observing, you know, outside of yourself. And so now we're kind of forced to just kind of look completely within. And so it becomes this sort of introspective process more than a, you know, what can I kind of observe from outside of myself, you know? So that's kind of the challenge I'm having right now is not not having that constant uh, sensory stimulus you know what i mean it's just it's 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 harder to get that inspiration sure but yet you still remain active and and keeping your work out there i mean you're very active on social media um and a lot of your work actually offers some commentary on social media i think adam adamson for for example does that um uh your promo uh, for adam adamson does that and in the last two weeks we as a country and as a world have relied on social media in a very real way perhaps more than in their time um, so what are your thoughts about that? I should be glad for, you know, people are trying to change their business models and saying, we're going to live stream things. We're going to, uh, we're changing our business model. We, I'm really into the, I'm really a filmmaker, but I'm, I'm going to take these into webisodes now. And like, there, are you think people are trying to pivot too fast right now? Or do you feel that the medium is something that is valid to invest in and saying, you know, it's just, this is a way people can communicate. So as artists, we have to figure out, you know, we don't exist in a vacuum, right? We, like without an audience, we have to reach somebody. So do you feel like social media is that step other than communication is the way to bring uh, connectivity through entertainment? Yeah, I mean, especially right now, um, I, you know, where you don't have the person to person contact, I guess you do need to rely on social. I work in real estate. That's what I do for paying the bills. But I made the conscious decision to to use that in my creative life too. And so I made Adam Adamson. It was a, a fake promotional video for this kind of like alter ego for myself. Who's like totally mentally disturbed. Um, and I, I, I kind of bring that also into like, um, on, on Instagram, I put out these memes that are just, you know, no one, anyone who looks at it, that's like, you know, trying to take me seriously probably would not enjoy those, but I've gotten clients from those memes and I don't really care what I put out anymore in terms of the content. I think that a lot of my colleagues, all the social they do is like, look at this beautiful photo of this perfect apartment. I'm like, this is boring. You know what I mean? Like, I want to inject a little bit of my personality and my weirdness into everything I do on, uh, you know, social media and also any of the film and theater stuff that I do without being apologetic about it. Because I think people are scared of like how, how they're going to be perceived and that stops them from being creative. And I, I don't like to live in that space. My name is Adam Adamson. I'm a licensed realtor from New York City, and I specialize in apartments. Renting an apartment in New York City can be extremely stressful. My job is to take your stress and absorb it into myself. I'm like your own personal stress sponge. <laughs> which I can totally handle. I have a unique approach to sales. I really want to get to know my product. So I choose to actually live in every one of my listings for at least a week. It, it's not that I can't afford my own apartment. I can. I'm just, I'm really picky. So how close is Adam Adamson like dealing with real New York real estate? 
I mean, I've never been a homeless realtor. Um, <laughs> I've never lived in any of my empty apartments. I've taken naps in some of my empty apartments. If there's like an open house and nobody's showing up, I've definitely found myself like laying on the floor. If there's shades, pull them down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not totally dissimilar to some of my experiences. Yeah. So going back a film, your dad, mm-hmm. Harv Toback, was one of the original Mad Men. Yeah. Um, but. He also had a very much an artistic side. And I think, I mean, from just, I know you a little bit as well, say it's inspired you to write and produce that documentary on your dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, your, was your dad a real funny guy? Because you're a funny yeah, guy. He was, I mean, yeah, he was hilarious. I mean, to, it's hard to explain. I mean, it's, it's funny because, you know, he was also a real talker. Like, we couldn't ever get him to just, like, he would tell a story that would just go on and on and on. And we'd have to, like, tell him like listen it's enough already okay it's enough but then he'd have these moments where it was just he was straight out of like vaudeville you know it was um he grew up uh i mean he he was born three months before uh the 1929 stock market crash of course that led to the great depression so he had a lot of stories that were on paper really quite devastating but when he'd tell them you'd always end up laughing and I think that a big part of um, his humor came out of his, you know, being a child during that time. I think he needed to find the humor in it. And I think that that kind of stayed with him for the rest of his life. So, um, so I definitely feel like I got some of my humor from him. And uh, he casts a, a wide shadow. I, I, I have big shoes to fill someday. I don't think I'll ever be able to. But he was a great... Great man, great inspiration. I'm, you know, I'm the luckiest, uh, luckiest son ever. And I did the, I, you know, I did the film so that, really, for the purposes, it was really simple for me. I just wanted to to have like a 10 minute video to show people to just be able to introduce Harv to people after he was gone. And that's what the film does. And and you know, we played it at his memorial. And you know, people, uh, it's a it's a cheap little film that we did that that you know you know doesn't really matter that it was made on nothing like you know people still respond well to it so we like it you know <laughs> well it's a well-made film and obviously there's a lot of passion behind it and um for those of you who haven't seen harve uh it's won numerous film festivals and uh it's so personal which makes it i think universal yeah yeah it's a very personal piece um and uh and yeah you can watch it on harvetobackfund.org uh, for free on on the site, and so your newest film, uh, Little Italy, Los Angeles, is part of a series. Uh, yeah, you've co-wrote that with uh, Adriano Valentini. Mm-hmm. Um, titled, what is the Italian version? I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> Uno taglio and hey, something. Adriano's going to hate me for this. No, I I um I had another title for it, but he really wanted this this title, so we went with that. You know, Little Italy, Los Angeles is a is a series about a community that's undergoing a lot of change, a lot of gentrification, and it kind of centers around this one old Italian barber who's a little bit opposed to a lot of the changes that are happening in his in his neighborhood. And so in, in order to drive up business for his failing barbershop, he introduces some new services, and one of them is ball shaving, and that's the, the episode that we were going to show at the film festival this year. So unfortunately, Inwood has to wait, uh, I guess, a few more months to watch me get my ball shaved on, uh, on camera. It's not graphic. It's, it's, covered, it's PG-13, highly PG-13, but, but Little Italy, Los Angeles, so... Well, if that wasn't a film teaser, I don't know what was. <laughs> oh, 
All right, let's bring it around. Beautiful. Hey, before you get out of here, do you want me to do your balls for you? <coughs> I'm sorry, what? The balls, you want me to touch them up down there? Come on, stop kidding around. I'm not kidding around, David. These are new services we offer here. You can come in for a shave, get a haircut, drink some complimentary bourbon, and if you like, we can shave your balls for you. Yeah, that's uh, that's sort of something I prefer to do at home, you know? Hey, suit yourself. Me, personally, I like to get another man down there, survey the grounds, as they say, you know? They say that? Oh, yeah, they definitely say that. Absolutely, yeah. Hey, I mean, think of it this way. Women get waxed down there, right? There's a whole industry for it. Why can't a man get shaved by a professional? It's blatant sexism. I mean, this is an all-inclusive shop, David. We accept everybody here. Uh, I mean... Hey, buddy, I'm sorry. We're about to close. Oh, sorry, I didn't see the time. I really just came in to get the balls done. What? All right, uh, I tell you what. Stuart, would you mind helping this gentleman when you're done? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take care of him. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. See, what I tell you? It's a popular trend. Yeah, I, I don't know. Come on, David. How long have I been cutting your hair? Since as long as I can remember. And if I'm not mistaken, I gave you your first haircut, right? I mean, you're like a son to me. If you're not gonna let me shave your balls, then who? Who's it gonna be, huh? If not me, then who? <laughs> so, um, and can I just say, where did the idea for that come from? I was getting a haircut from a barber that I, my, my barber was out of town and I had, I don't know, I probably had a date that night and I needed to get a haircut, you know? So I, I went to a barber that I didn't know and we were having a nice conversation and I just thought to myself, I, I was getting this, because I'm messed up in the head, I have these like weird fleeting thoughts sometimes where I'll be in an interaction with another human and I'll think to myself, what's the one thing I could say right now to get this person to never want to have anything to do with me ever again? I don't know why I think that, <laughs> but I just do. Sometimes I just think it. And I was getting a haircut and I thought, huh, you know, I bet if I asked him to shave my balls, he'd want me to leave. He'd want me to leave and he would not, he probably wouldn't even let me pay. He'd probably just get, kick me out, finish the haircut, like mid haircut. And so I had that idea and I was like, oh, that could be a funny sketch. So I wrote it as a, as a sketch for UCB where I in classes and uh, I showed it to Adriano before we even wrote the series. And, and uh, he, he said it'd be funnier probably if, if um, instead of you asking for that, that the barber offered that as a service. And so it was really his idea to kind of flip that around. And so we wrote the episode and then made it part of something bigger. I think it's just an amazing parallel to point out that you were going on a first date. And so you went to choose to have a first date with a barber. Yeah. You've never had before. Right. It's a t it about is cutting your hair with a messed up head. Yeah. It's and like now layers I, upon layers in that. And now I have no hair. So now I cut my own <laughs> hair because I'm going bald. So I just decided to just shave it off well i think that's this is my circle. first interview with a shaved head so i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling good well thank you for sharing the aerodynamics of your <laughs> skull with us it's really wonderful no one can no one can tell over the radio this is true this is radio or podcast whatever it's well, fine it's it's it's, <laughs> it's in what artworks on air so we're definitely looking forward to seeing it um yeah. at the inwood film festival whenever it shall happen again and it will happen again yeah. we have faith and we're staying positive about that speaking of uh projects so what is your next project um, well, I've got a best man, which you know is part of the uh, Inwood Artworks uh, Filmmaker Fund Award. So I, I shot that last January. We're in post production now. 
Obviously, you know, some things have been delayed with uh, COVID-19. I, I can sing on this, You right? can totally okay, sing cool, on cool. it. Cool, um, cool. Any other variations? Like <laughs> My Corona, my perhaps? My Corona. There you go. Uh, there's a lot of nice parodies out there. Hashtag parody. Um, you know Weird Al's like sitting at home <laughs> with like... <laughs> Uh, he's 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 i think he's done i think he's not gonna he did a parody of my sharona I can't he did remember, can't remember what it was my bologna my bologna my, that's right <laughs> i think maybe yeah sounds, i think it was bologna uh, bologna i think that was on my on bad hair day i can't remember um yeah so uh you know i'm i'm we're in post-production on that you know i've got my play first and last that i've been submitting out to various uh theater companies around the country theater companies that i hope um you know, are going to be able to come back stronger after this. And I hope sure. that the support of their local communities will keep those smaller theaters going. So I'm submitting to, to those and I'm submitting other scripts and this and that, and, you know, always trying to stay active. Adam, there's so much of your work we didn't get a chance to talk about. Um, is there a place where listeners can go to find about everything that is all Adam Elliott? Yeah, just go to uh, productions.com. I've put all of my stuff on there for free, so you can watch all my crazy, weird stuff, cminusproductions.com. Well, Adam, you're anything but C-. Minus, so thank you. Thank you for being here today. Uh, listeners will have those links up for you on the Inwood Artworks On Air website, so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I want to thank Adam Elliott for joining us here on this Artist Spotlight edition of Inwood Artworks On Air, where we showcase the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home in Inwood and its surrounding community. Be sure to follow us at Inwood Artworks and InwoodArtworks.nyc on the web to keep up with all that we do, including the Inwood Film Festival, uh, Filmworks Al Fresco, pop-up art galleries, live performances, and so much more. Uh, and stay tuned for more editions of Artist Spotlight. Uh, thanks again to the fine folks at Indian Road Cafe for hosting us. Uh, for Inwood Artworks On Air, this is Aaron Sims. Thanks for listening to this Artist Spotlight episode of Inwood Artworks On Air. If you have a moment, please show some love right now for this podcast and for the musicians, artists, filmmakers, and writers of Inwood by reviewing Inwood Artworks On Air on iTunes. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. So thanks so much. Be sure to also check out our Live and Local series, where we tell the stories of Inwood artists and creators. In the meantime, stay tuned for more Artist Spotlight programs released monthly from Inwood Artworks.